Welcome to the Bro Show Live. What is going on, everybody? Happy Memorial Day weekend. Before we even get started, I just want to give a shout out to those great fucking tunes by Catachronic, man. That theme song, no matter what kind of mood I may be in before the show starts, bam, you hit the music. Okay, it's time. I'm with it, man. K Good Farms. You see K Good Farms comment in chat. It says anybody else shout out Michigan Bros Grow Show during the intro, even though I'm wearing headphones. <laughs> like, how can you not, man? I love that fucking show. It's in my fucking head, man. It's ingrained. Yep. Same. I, I love say- that you can find them on Instagram and stuff and you can link it for like your story posts and everything. Always. That's so cool. I love you that. know, I use them like I've got three different songs. So like if it's the late sesh, you know I gotta use the hash time song. You know what I mean? Yeah. So we got this one. We just keep on rolling it. Music sets the intention. The Wake and Bake song. Stronger Than Dirt, their new one. It's got like a lot of instrumental parts too that are really cool to fucking use for like story posts and stuff like that. So 
So, what have you guys been up to? We moved all of the veg plants outside. I guess we could start. Uh, yeah, we moved all the veg plants outside. How many so, in total? Enough. Uh, um, uh, Enough. I, 12. I think 12. 12 is the answer. <laughs> Always 12. Fair enough. <laughs> you got to water all those fuckers out there and they're going to get bigger and drink more. Yeah, I just figured, you know what? What's the point of spending all that money on the electricity and doing them indoors when I've got all of that outside? And, you know, that's, so it, they were already way too big to try to flower out. So I, since I'm not growing perpetually anymore like I used to, I, my plants just were getting too big. So waiting for the flip. So yeah, they're all outside and they're, they're enjoying life. We're putting them all in the ground. A few of them are already in and already perked way up. So they were getting pretty root bound in their little three gallons. They needed to be out potted for sure. So yeah, they're all up out there fending for themselves, but Sequence and I are a little slow at the game of transplanting because of our COVID diagnosis. <laughs> <laughs> and guess fucking what? What? As of, I, I mean, we've had it for like a week now, and as of yesterday, I cannot smell or taste. Oh, fuck. That's the worst thing. Dude, it's the worst. <laughs> I died. I, I made a joke up. with you in the pre-show. I said that, well, you know, you can't taste any or smell any of the weed right now. So it's like going back to the, the 80s and 90s. You're good. Why does it just take a break? Because if it tastes like shit, it tastes like ash. Why fuck with it? Man. It's like buying MCMA weed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't taste the weed. I can't taste food. I can't smell anything. Oh, it's got to be fucking terrible. Nothing at all. Texture for the food thing. It's just like, what texture is it? She said coffee tastes like hot water. Hot water. Oh, that's crazy. Ugh. What about spicy? Have you tried anything like real spicy yet? Uh, it, here's what's interesting. I can taste sharpness of like, uh, like we had, what was it? Yogurt. We had parfaits today. That was like Greek yogurt with some strawberries and some um granola i can taste the texture of everything and i can taste like the initial sharpness or like sweetness or saltiness of something initially and then it immediately goes away and i can't taste any flavors that's so wild so, yeah it's yeah, it's so just really odd i can taste things that are like creamy but i could you can't taste what it is or distinguish what it is. Look at how serious for girlies faces right now. This loss of Terps has just fucking rocked my dude to his core. I've just tried to think of the implications of like the fun stuff is you could probably just take like a shot of vodka after shot of vodka and not have like just feel nothing. You know what I mean? Well, not necessarily feel nothing, but Wouldn't but then be. like I'm I'm thinking like wine and shit, like the stuff that's good. You know what I mean? <laughs> then you're like. I can't just all taste like what water now, you know, it's uh now's the time to eat all the healthy shit you don't like. Just eat it all. Yeah, right. It all diet, right. I guess. <laughs> You're You're right now. Yeah, the only thing that's good is texture. Oh, okay. So like you know, anything with texture is 
interesting, but like um, crunchy, like a chip. What is that? Like you don't get any salt. It's just crunchiness. It, it's like, and it, I can taste, I can feel the salt like on my tongue. So I know that it's salty or, and, and then that's it. Like there's no flavor. It's the fucking weirdest thing ever. It's terrible. It's like the fucking uh, reminds me of the gum you'd used to get in baseball card packs. It was good for about oh. 10 <laughs> No, that's the, the original zero, fruit right? stripe, man. Fruit stripe ground. Yeah, the zero thirty stripe. seconds. Yeah. 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 Right, yeah. Five minutes. Yeah, that's what it's like. It's so terrible, and I really, really hope it comes back, man. It's like sucks too because right before my birthday, and we were gonna go and have a nice dinner somewhere, and now I just can't taste anything. So. Sounds like it's going to be a McDouble kind of day then. I hope that shit fucking uh, goes away. <laughs> you know what I mean? It goes away quickly because I, I keep hearing all this long-term shit. And it's like, man. And then they say it's inevitable that everybody's going to get it again and again and again and again and again. And they say it's like inevitable. You're not going to avoid it. So, man, I don't want to lose my fucking taste and my smell. You yeah, can get this. You... Reminds me of this stuff right here. This is Miracle uh, Berry. This changes all of your taste buds so you temporarily taste different things so like spicy food tastes sweet it's sour etc it changes them all around so if you feel like getting high and experimenting you can uh you can fuck with oh, this i saw a video of somebody I've had those lemon. before must, that's what they must have ate because they were loving the lemon yeah. when they had that yeah you can like eat lemons because it makes <clears> them sweet i've yeah, never seen those that. only heard about them talked talked about maybe on radio shows or something but That'd be a, a fun little experiment. <laughs> nice sesh. Everyone get together and see what kind of flavors you could experience. <laughs> right. I wonder if you can yeah. like train it back. You know what I mean? Like I've I've heard of people losing their sense of smell and myself included. Um, and I, you know, over the course of years, um, it kind of came back uh certain things quicker than others. Um, like I never had a problem smelling um uh, like I guess like chocolate you know like cakes and like uh, pastries and cookies and things like that um but other like savory flavors were kind of lost on me for a while uh but you know over the course of years it all kind of came back to me so I'm, I'm hoping that that's one of the you know a situation that you at least get an opportunity at but i'm wondering if there's a way to like train it back you know just like force yourself to have right. all these intense smells or something just like be huffing uh peppermint oil and lavender oil and like all these <laughs> essential <good>. oils start <laughs> huffing gasoline <laughs> stick your nose inside that's of an expensive hobby nowadays right pretty much everything yeah, i don't know i i hope it comes back but at, regardless that's what we did this weekend is put all my plants outside so now i've got everybody outside and everybody's i don't know it's really kind of nice having all the plants out there and mixed in with my other plants and enjoying it and yeah i said we did but really she did while i was taking a nap full disclosure. <laughs> well i don't know if it's just the lighting but it looks like between the two of you, you get more of a tan so that usually would make me think that you were outside more oh it's the lighting for <clears> sure <throat> you can't keep her inside she's always outside doing something much. oh yeah man yeah i definitely got sunburned myself today it's uh it's heating up 
back here in Michigan. It's supposed to be like 90 basically over the next few 90. days. Yeah. Nice and sunny, so. yeah. I only spent like three, four hours out today. I was like, fuck that. I'm not getting burned up. I'm yeah. Fucking tan already as it is. Oh, look at him flexing over there. I'm not, I don't yeah, know. Oh, Welcome to the gun show. <laughs> but I, I did the same thing, Painted Lady. Uh, after getting scolded by Spartan last week, I put my 12 plants out yesterday. Um, yeah, and uh, it's a variety of sizes, variety of strains. I think I got two Lime Skunk, two Clementine, uh, five Mr. Clean because they finished so much earlier. I'm going to, I guess that'd be the first time trying them outside. Um, and then what, three Garlic Punch or whatever? If that equals 12, that should be the number. Um, and then on top of that, you know, kind of same situation, just too many plants inside, took too many clones and took another huge run of clones after that. And so I ended up actually killing off 12 Clementine today as well, just cause I had too many of them. And as much as I'd like to be able to just throw them all outdoors too, you know, uh, sometimes you just gotta call the herd just to keep everything else healthy. But, uh, yeah, I'm excited about outdoors. My, my outdoor area is not even really prepped yet, but I've just got them sitting out of pallet and right. sort of shade you know and getting blasted with sun today that's for sure did you make a final decision on how you're going to plant these things are they going to be in pots on the ground or what's the deal i'm just gonna put them in their their last pots i i want to amend it a good amount um before i put them in there it's just because i do think i, I use a solid amount of the nutrients that were in the soil um but i i might throw a little extra on top kind of thing i know i had you know several inches to add more um, but I'll probably do some amendments, um, worm castings being one, some sulfur product being another. Um, uh, is we'll it bare soil there. right now for Burley? Yeah, so. is it, or is there like shit growing in it? Uh, there's nothing growing in it. And I actually put landscaping fabric around all of them. So, uh, and I think straw on top of that. But there is actually cover crop creeping over the top of that now. So I'm just kind of leaving it as Wait, is. I was, was going to suggest you put cover crop in, but you got that going on already. Sweet. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's naturally creeping in from the, the edges, you know, on its own. So I thought that was kind of cool. I'll just leave that. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm not really doing anything except, you know, making sure the, the root the root ball, I guess, is out from last year. And, um, you know, like I said, throwing some amendments in before I pop these in. They're all one gallons except the garlic punch um, just because they kind of grow scraggly and weird indoors. Um, I, I know they like to grow outdoors more I, th I think i've talked about that uh here on the show before but um those are in i think five gallon pots already so i might do a little like mounding action on them just to give them a little more space in the 25 gallon pots or whatever they are out there but yeah man sunshine's here time to take advantage of it electricity bills are getting high and uh i think that the summer rates are probably coming back soon so uh, it's, it's definitely fun to take advantage of the outdoor season yeah, I put in four auto flowers, um, and they all four sprouted. I put them in root rot cubes, and then planted them. I didn't even wait for them to sprout. I just <laughs> got the root rot cubes wet, like you would a clone. Put the seed in, and then planted that in my pot, and so that it would, you know, because they stay pretty wet, so that you don't have to keep baby in those fucking seeds. So I just go check on them every day, and, and just look at the color of the of the cube. And if it was dry, I I had a backpack sprayer. So I just, not backpack, but a sprayer. And uh, I would just spray it, you know, just to soak the cube. Because I'm not trying to make that whole fucking pot wet. And uh, they all sprouted, all four. And they were all different. Like, uh, one was from 2020 Mendo. It was like a glue sniffer one. Uh, whatever that one's called. Or I think it's, it might be called glue yeah, sniffer. Glue sniffer. This, these, this is all autoflowers. And then I have uh, 
two from hypothetical gardener which are the same strain it's like a uh something buried or something like that i just saw berry i'm like oh that one so i put that one in and then uh the last one was one that i'd gotten from uh, shout out to the guys from grow room 420. yeah so it's from europe and it's a. Uh, so what was it it was like a, it was a cross of like super silver haze and a lime something lime and it's a one-to-one -one, supposed to be a one-to-one -one too so i thought well that's interesting as fuck so applied all those and then this cover cop popping up a little bit and uh all four of the autos have popped so i'm stoked what uh like how how long ago do they pop are they like several nodes in or are they still like super tiny For, no they're probably maybe they're all at, they're all at one node but they might first set of true leaves is probably okay. where at, so pretty early on yeah yeah i'm curious to know how vigorous those are you know in terms of like their veg growth and how you know i've never grown autos so uh, I'm excited for a lot of the, you know, you guys talking about doing autos this year. I didn't really uh, plan in advance for that, but several of you guys have. I'm excited to see what kind of work we get out of them. So I'm working with Baked too on his spot, and we're doing autos intercropping kind of thing. And we got a bunch of other autos from different companies too. So it will be really interesting to see which ones do well and which ones are shit, you know. So it'll be cool to see. Well, hopefully, none of them are shit, but you know. Yeah. <laughs> But you know, there's still autos, and, and some of the seed that I'm using is pretty old. So I think that I would you, be surprised if some are pretty crap because there's doesn't still bake have that ogreberry too, Spartan? Yeah, yep. yeah. I think he had two of those. Going. I got too. And he has uh, all five of those work. He's got the pineapple something. We got one of those to pop the other one hasn't yet. The PTSSD? No, just a, some pineapple from Humboldt Seed Company and an auto of pineapple something. You know, I fucking should take some of those PTSSDs outside, man. Those. Man, that was some fucking great smoke, dude. That's half of the uh, yeah, half of the bliss. Half of the bliss. I'm really liking that bliss, man. I got one going right now in my uh, flower room inside. It's so fucking loud. I'm like, yeah, there's something, something special about that one. So, which way did it go for the uh, the smell uh, side of it, dude? Uh, I, it's hard for me to say this because I'm growing a New York sour diesel. But it smells sour diesel to me way more than the New York sour diesel does. <laughs> <laughs> it's just way louder. Like the New York sour diesel is just muted. It's everything's muted about it. So you smoke it, and then it, and then the high is just that nice, puts you in a good mood high. Um, so I, so I think it's something man. that would be interesting to breed with, but it's not something. It's not a cultivar I would keep. Um, no, just run it outside because it's really good with a high, but everything else it doesn't check the box, and you need to check a lot of boxes to keep going my garden i don't have what, a lot especially these days right yeah do you guys have a uh, much experience with um any of like the white strains like white widow white diesel yeah, i like used that? to grow white widow okay i think that was i think i think white widow was the first strain i ever grew but i also grew white diesel and it was like the most narcotic high i've ever experienced i don't know if you guys i never have... got to try white diesel okay i don't know i man. have white <laughs> wedding in my garden right now in flower room you haven't uh, had the opportunity to harvest and try it yet, have you? Yeah, I had it. I ran it, I don't know, a few years ago. I just never kept a clone of it. And I, I mean, I, it was not probably my favorite because I don't really care for indicas um, and stuff that really knocks your dick in the dirt. So, uh, yeah, but I just remember it being really, really frosty and pretty mm. potent. Yeah, I just remember yeah. smoking it at this table and just like this is <laughs> Man. What, kind of high, what kind of high do you think GMO is? Do you think that's a narcotic high? 
Mm, no, 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 no. Really. yeah, that's more just like I just say it's more like a chill, like t- like a down a downward tone. You know what I mean? But like not like narcotic. I'm not not like, like I wouldn't even sleep though. It's not even like yeah, yeah. It's uh, but I wouldn't classify like I wouldn't classify this like narcotic high as uh, indica high even because it's almost like like your mind is wide open. You know what I mean? Like kind of on that sativa side of things, but like you just can't move. It's just like. Oh my god, yeah, oh, so it's not a tired thing, it's your no, no. yeah, yeah, okay, okay. No. But you're Dude. like your mind is just like <clears throat> like someone just punched you in the, the side of the head and you're just like can't move, you're just like whoa. White <laughs> widow is probably the third or the fourth strain that I grew. And when I was younger, I used to play a lot of disc golf. So I would roll up a couple of bombers, take the disc golf bag, go out, and I remember I was on like hole number seven and drove disc fucking goes cuts into the woods man so me and my dude had just gotten done smoking at the last hole i looked for that disc for like 35 minutes and it was one of those kind of highs where like halfway through looking for this thing i forgot what i was walking through the woods for and so i'm covering this like vast tracks way the fuck out of the way and just like god damn this is good fucking weed man dude i just had that experience with banana daddy i smoked i was just trimming it you up like that yeah man i like that shit I gave something to to Baked, and I said, dude, this is just dumb weed. And he goes, what do you mean? I said, it doesn't make me tired, yeah, but it man. makes me dumb as fuck. Like, I can't figure out what I'm doing, where I was going. I'm I'm starting 10 different fucking Are you things. guys smoking that together, building his indoor grow? No, no, <laughs> no, fuck that. No. Okay. That's, that's not the time to smoke that shit. <laughs> right? That's all I can think is. I'm, not, I'm like... Man, I was looking at those pictures. Like, I remember those, those, uh, you know, beams being pretty straight. It must not have been that straight. <laughs> it's one of the things we noticed during our tolerance break and coming back was how dumb that it makes us when we're smoking. Like, dang, we sound dumb and say dumb things and can barely speak. Yeah, but I'm happy about it though, dude. So, like, yeah, I don't do care. Enjoy you it a lot. I'm a stoner. Fuck it. If I'm stupid, hey, that just means it's working. Me really smoking that was the first time I really noticed that. Like, I was like, wow, that just makes me dumb as shit. Like, I got to be careful smoking that. Uh, yeah, Banana Daddy was the strain. Uh, shout out to Thunder Dan on that one. That's, Thunder Dan. That's the shout Thunder, out to Thunder Dan, Dan cut of Banana Daddy. Shit was fucking... I grew up... This was the first time it was so fucking frosty. And, uh, man, it was like when I was trimming, I was noticed it had that... It's, it's not gooeyation. What's the fucking word where it uh, it leaks? Uh, like a... Gooeyation? Is that called cardiation? That's okay. That it was. I found a couple of fucking buds where it was leaking that fucking almost clear oil. It's fucking wild. I gave it to Baked and he gave me a fucking probably the best compliment I could imagine from him. <laughs> he said, uh, you know, it's this offhanded shit. He says, well, I gave it to him upstairs, but we were running around doing shit at the grow and then uh then we went back down to smoke some and he got under the light he goes god damn i didn't notice this so i got under the light he goes this, this is the frostiest organic shit i ever saw I'm like shut the fuck why up why's he gonna say organic that? man why's he gonna just dangle that with it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Baked, man. why'd you gotta drop the organic in there you fuck yeah but but he's sleeping like a grandpa right now so or got better things to do. Here's a picture. Either one's not anything to be proud of. Yeah, that shit. Cotation is cool. 
Yeah. And you know, I wouldn't even have known about that. I think I learned that from Sequence. He was uh, sharing that. Uh, I think it was in the Cheap Home Grow chat, uh, an article about it. So shout out Sequence on that one. It's like a weird sappy, like I really wanted to lick it, but I just couldn't get myself to do it. You don't run into that problem a lot when you've got those organic grows. That's more for the the really good. Oh, this guy. <laughs> well, I was using the synthetic organic. No, <laughs> I was using that shit fucking that secret sauce from Brandon, man, that carbon-based nutrient. That's the only thing. Well, that's not true. The only I also I changed two things. I did a stupid thing. I used I'm using that from Brandon, but I'm also using that light that has the red, the far red, the seven what oh, yeah. Seven thirty, whatever. And I'm running it. I keep trying to tell for Broly this. And I'm I running changed it, it yesterday oh, during God. the show. Okay. <laughs> I confirmed what I was supposed to do, got out of my chair, went and changed it. It is now correct. It is running from lights on to 15 minutes after lights off at a hundred uh, I think a hundred percent. Yeah. Sweet. I'm trying to hide this fuck. There we go. Got him. For Sorry. Groly, it sounds like Spartan is just dominating your garden now. He's got you doing this, doing that. Damn. Yeah, man. I, I heard he was uh, out of a master grower job, so I'm trying to employ him without employing him. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> right price, baby. Yeah, he gives out a lot of free tips, guys. I mean, you guys should be paying attention to this, man. Uh, he's, he's got a lot, of, uh, a lot of knowledge in that head of his regarding what we're doing here. I appreciate that, man. And I like to just, I just want people to grow. I think that's how we fucking ultimately win. You know how I feel. I'm not going to go down the whole government side of things right now and get on my soapbox, but you know how I feel about the right to grow. I really think how we win ultimately in the end is just fucking keep growing. And that's why I always try to say keep growing. It's just if we can get as many people growing at home, then they can't compete with that shit. <laughs> they just literally cannot compete with that. Not even in price. No, definitely price, not. Quality, ease, price, quality, ease, you know it's what just I mean? like, everything. It's just like the grocery store can compete in price, but everybody grows still to grow. Not everybody, but many people still grow tomatoes because it's a fuck ton better. It's a better sandwich. Because you're, right. you're not harvesting them early and then fucking gassing them with ethylene so that they fucking ripen in time for the shelf. You know, you're fucking just waiting until it fucking naturally ripens to the perfect time and you go out and you pick it and you fucking eat it that day. It's fucking just man I, I fucking sometimes just grab plants outside and just put them right straight in my mouth and eat <laughs> i freaked out i can't remember who Going it was full red setter yeah I, went, I have a stevia plant that's the one i usually get everybody with i'm like come on just fucking eat this leaf i'm telling you you will fucking like this shit and because stevia is like candy man i'm excited about all that too um i that's actually what i was doing a majority of uh today getting sunburned was transplanting my uh seedlings from uh, you know, my, all my vegetable and herb seedlings into solo cups and, uh, leftover milk cartons that I've been saving up that I just chop in half. Um, but <laughs> you know, the, I, in the past I've used those little jif jiffy peat pellet things, but one day at Menards, man, I saw those 72 cell, like just plastic containers with not only a dome, but like the bottom base and then, uh, uh, trays of six that you could break up. Oh, and Dude, yeah, and man. they were on sale for like standard. three bucks or something like that. So I bought, I don't know, 12 of them or something like that. Filled okay. every single one up with just starter soil. I didn't even go buy pellets or anything. You just put starter soil in there um, <laughs> and popped, I don't know, like 
750, 770 some seeds or something like that. Um, and the germination rate was, God, it had to be like 98%. It was insane. Um, and so now I have all these plants um, outside that are getting ready to go in the ground. I, I need to, you know, get them a little bit bigger. Um, but I'm very excited about the potential we have for, God, everything from, you know, I am trying carrots and those root balance or those root uh, based plants that I seem to suck at. I've actually got them in big old leftover, like 15 gallon pots um, from outdoor years ago. Um, I got my carrots right in the ground, man. I just threw my seeds in. I'm already starting to sprout up a little bit. They're not very mm-hmm. big. Yeah, I know. I got tons of little tiny carrots that are just poking out. <laughs> um, but like all sorts of lettuce and, you know, arugula. And uh, I actually just tilled up a whole new patch today for corn. We're going to move where the corn was to a different spot on its own. Um, and we even got some ornamental corn for, you know, decorating around October holidays. You know. Say again? I said for ornaments. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To hang on the Christmas tree. <laughs> Cheers, Fred and Becca. How you guys doing tonight? Welcome to Good the show. Real. Cheers, everybody. What's happening? How's it bag popping weed, for you guys? Everything's better with a bag of weed. Uh, we were in the garden all day planting. That's what we've just been talking about. You got to give us an update. Yeah, we're here. Um... Let's what see. haven't we planted? It's been nonstop. I just put in we garlic today. Have... Threw garlic out there. Oh, fuck oh it. my gosh. Well, our garlic is like this tall now. It's so big. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, growing so nice. Um, I planted peppers today, a bunch of different type of sweet peppers. Um, some onions. What else did I plant today? Tomatoes. I saw on your Instagram, Red got a uh, radish already. That fucking surprised the shit on me. That's a fucking early radish, dude. I I, like I seeded my garden. I seeded my garden back, back at the end of March. I seed. Oh shit! I seed okay. When it, yeah, yeah. I do end of end of March, early April. I'm seeding. Eh, maybe it was the middle of April. It might have been the middle of April. Um. But as soon nice. as you planned that perfectly with the nice weather that came through, that just fucking that was that was dope, dude. Yeah, as soon as, Mine as, soon are as the browns like go off, you can get uh, most crops, man, like lettuces, carrots, root crops, tomatoes, a lot of that, uh, not tomatoes, potatoes, um, especially greens, spinach, kale, all that shit. They'll survive freeze, no problem. They don't mind freezing temperatures. So, you know, get all that stuff early. It, it's not going to grow fast, right? It's not going to grow as fast as it will now, but it's going to grow. It's going to sprout. It's going to get established early. Um, give it a blanket, you know, mulch it. Put your mulch down and keep keep your soil warm so your soil doesn't freeze. You know, that's the important part. Those leaves are very, very hardy. Um, you know, your, your, your summer stuff, your tomatoes and your peppers, you don't want to put those in the ground. That's not That's not cold hardy. Those are not cold hardy. Um, you know, you need you need your greens and stuff, your shoulder seeds and stuff, your spring, your fall. Yeah. Uh, we I have, have broccoli. My broccoli is going nuts right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was the first thing I had to transplant. <laughs> My broccoli's in the bed right I now. And this fucking I probably planted like 40 broccoli plants. So we'll see 40. Nice. What do you guys no do to try to keep the cabbage moss off off the broccoli so those little fucking little worms don't show up? 
onions. Little green onions. Okay, so onions I was thinking garlic. Same kind of thing. Chives, any of that kind of stuff. They'll keep right. cabbage moms away. Sweet. A lot of good. A lot of coat planting. Herbs. Put herbs in there. I, got flowers. I have so much. I have so much fucking kale now. I'm gonna break out my fucking juicer because there's no fucking way I'm gonna be able to consume the amount of kale. It's taking over half a whole fucking bed. It's just fucking kale, yeah, kale. dude. If you let it, I will let it go to seed. Yeah. There's even fucking kale in my yard. I let it go to seed, so there's even kale like in my yard. One dog, Boris, loves kale, so he for some reason will just go and fucking eat it. I can feed it to him. He just loves it. Didn't you say it overwintered at your place? Yeah, this is so <laughs> funny story. The first time it grew, yeah, it overwintered and it sprouted new. Well, they they uh, started eating, well, not Quibbly, but Boris started eating the kale. He liked it. So he started eating that kale all winter long. Just like I was, he'd be outside going to the bathroom. I don't go out there with him. Well, next thing I know, he comes in chewing on stuff. And what the fuck? And it's like a chunk of like the kale main stock and shit. So obviously it didn't survive that, but, uh, but yeah, now it's all just like re-sprouted out and it's just like maybe this tall. I'll have to take a video or something of, of my bed. It's fucking, it's crazy. Cause last year I had you know two what? plants, just two plants. Do you know what kind? Did, did what? Sorry. Do you know what kind? Oh, I don't know what kind. I don't know. Like a red Russian kale or a. It's like a deep, it's like, oh, it's uh, okay. I can describe it. It's like a deep green leaf, and it has in the vein and on the edges is like almost a light purple coloring, and then it has really crinkly edges on the on the leaves, real super crinkly edges around the leaves, and that's that's what it is. It might be like a red, red Russian or something. Maybe that's uh, granddaddy purple. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. Can you, I, I was just thinking, can you imagine if like these seed companies started naming the like vegetable plants strains like that? But they kind of do. They, they have oh, some fun a, with it. They totally do. They do. Yeah, they do. I think we already brought this up Your on the that. Or maybe it was your guys' morning yeah, show. You brought cool. it. But that big article that just dropped saying how basically all this strain names and, and indica and sativa and all that is bullshit. <laughs> and it doesn't yeah. We've been saying that, yeah. It was yeah. on Blacklist today. Uh, their Instagram posted what the, the article like that we talked about. <laughs> it's like, oh, hey. The whole 90,000 samples and everything. <laughs> yeah, sequence. That's, another, that's just another reason to homegrow. Then you know what the fuck you have. <laughs> I do have one question for all of you that are doing plantings outside and also growing outside. Have you also at this time planted your IPM plants that you're going to use, whether it's marigolds or um, any of those geraniums? Yeah, that's my my herb garden. Like, and, and then I I have my herb garden already popped up, but then I've also planted more herbs like dill, for example, and basil are my favorites to just put everywhere. I got dill just. Uh, I saw uh, Red and Becca's also have uh, dill just volunteer dill popping up i did the same thing and let them go to seed last year so i got a bunch of volunteer dill, dill popping up too so i was stoked to see that because you get so much good predator bugs on those like little wasp and flies and shit dude man and the best thing about dill is when the next time you guys are making some chicken soup take some of that dill and add it to it and that shit tastes like mrs grass or I mean, yeah, yeah. 
Put it in a. It's so good in the lobby. into coriander. That's cilantro. That's no, that's cilantro, cilantro you're talking about. Oh, yep. Cilantro right. will turn okay, but seeds out. If, before, can, if you get that little green seed before it turns into a brown, like coriander seed, right when it's green, you can get, eat that like that. And that's mm -hmm. fucking, oh, so good. Ew, cilantro. Dill yeah, you have so to like cool. cilantro. I like cilantro. So, I can't remember now what I was going to say. You can't even taste right now. I wonder how you, what you think about cilantro. Yeah, I guess now maybe I should eat it. Start Start training it. those taste buds with cilantro. <laughs> I want to say, isn't that like a genetic thing, really? Like they've traced that to like that's this yeah. Movie. We called that back a few times on the late session. Yeah, that's interesting as shit. I wonder why that even matters. Like, what the fuck is that about? I don't know. It is really weird, but it's always tasted like soap to me. To me, I can't describe the flavor more than it always reminds me of uh, Mexican food because I had um, when I lived in San Antonio to be like the authentic Mexican restaurants. Oh, so fucking good. But anyways, the cilantro just made like a fresh taste. I don't know how else to explain it. It's just like it made it taste like it's fresh. I prefer. Oh, my God. We are getting spammed. It's ridiculous. I've banned three accounts already. I know. I think I got one too. Me three. We're tag teaming that shit, bro. Oh, now we're on their level. Yep, that's what they uh -huh. want. Skillable, what about your outdoor gardening, man? We have been setting an automation system. I got this cool timer right here. It runs on. Uh, I'll show you. Dude, I do a super simple hydroponic. I'm not using dosatrons or anything like that. I got it hooked up to my jacket. This is how I traveled out here with this thing. With the where did you get that? Reset itself. So that's What's a cycle that, the timer. timer? Or the, the timer itself, yeah, the one that yeah, you no, showed no, no, it in chat. Timer. Second timer, minute, second, not cycle. You could cycle if you want. I don't do the cycles. I do a dialed amount of time. So like this right now is set for 15 seconds on every three hours. And that's going to water my plants. I guess yeah. you say it's a cycle, but it's not. It, when the lights are off, it's not on. You know, it's not. I don't have yeah, it running every three hours. I only have it running every three hours while the lights are on. So once the lights are off, this is set to not go. Anyway, the timer is near pow. There's a outlet, and that's number two. That's number one. Uh, again, yeah. it's, it's just being it's staying on with the jackery. It's only being plugged into that thing right now because I didn't want it to shut off spent i was up last night set that thing and we don't have enough time to fuck with it so i got it set and i don't want to uh the ba internal battery to die while we're fucking around and, you know, how much was that red here. i bought it four years ago it was like 20 bucks right now the, the timer the timer was like 20 bucks like four years ago um i don't know what they are now I haven't looked into it. I've, I've had a stash of them laying around. I use all these Nearpow timers all over the place. The ones that I have are singles. I have one that's a single. It's got the plug on the front, you know, rather than the two on the side. But those are two independent times. So I have the one go off for 15 seconds. That's one pump. And then I have another go off for 15 seconds. You know, it's another pump. Uh, I do that because I'm doing vertical elevation. Uh, rather than setting up, you know, rather than 
doing the sprinkler system where there's two valves that open on and off and there's a whole bunch of electronics setting up. I just do two different pumps. It's probably cheaper. I got two 400 gallon active aqua pumps for like 30 bucks or something like that. They're like 15 bucks a piece if you buy a two pack of them. So I just get two at a time. So a couple of those. I mean, I'm only running for vet. I'm not flowering with these. I'm not doing large scale with these. This is strictly for nursery plants, you know, clones. This is to keep baby plants alive, you know, while we're out of town. So I've been watering, hand watering and everything, but I'll do i uh, I'll log in on my phone here in a minute and walk around. We have plants in every single one of our four rooms. Now we have four rooms of plants in them. Now we brought our moms out here. Oh, yeah, uh, they're in garbage bags. They're out here. What's your got plan? A lot of work guys, to do tonight, uh, what's your guys' plan when you're out of town? You have somebody coming over to take a, to keep an eye on things or at least uh water the oh, outdoor that's plant. What the automation for. Outdoor too. That's what all that for. No, the outdoor we have my mom stopping by to water, but the indoor is all okay. automated. That's what that's what I was wondering. Shout out to Mama Red. Yeah, because I looked at the forecast today and it said like no rain for like a week. Ten days, dude. And ten days yeah. of no oh, rain. We're fucked, dude. We are totally yeah. fucked. Everything we've gotten a lot of stuff in the ground because I really want to get things established. The only the other thing we can do is just mulch heavy. I've been putting like a real thick layer yeah. of grass clippings around everything. Our uh, house, the mulch timer. Have seen the, the ones for hoses that lot. you can plug right? Yeah, in but you have to leave your hose on. You got to leave your hose on. Yeah. So if you have a leak, dude, you're gonna come back to a three hundred dollar water bill. I don't like those. It, it wouldn't be a bad deal if it's if it's out of a, a sump or something or if there's a pump that kicks on but those hose timers they do work but they have to be under pressure the hose has to gotta re- so redo that valve with some teflon and you know yeah i know what you're saying though yeah. i don't like leave mine on for the same reason and i'm, I'm on a well you know what i mean well, well it's not just that one like i mean i only have one spigot coming out of the back of the house so i have like you remember you know national lampoon's christmas vacation where he goes to turn on the lights and there's like all of the the switch all of the electrical cords plugged into one fucking surge protector there's like 30 plugs i have that in like water valves in my backyard i have valves off of valves to control this side to that side because it's all coming off of a filter so there's a ton of leak points you know what i mean Uh, including the spray nozzles those are the worst ones so so what what are you using did you do like a hardline pvc out to it so i think just a, what about, a good commercial what about, it's me like five years and I've never reeled it up. It's good. Just blow it out at the end of the season. Make sure there's no water inside of it. Just sits right on top red. of the grass and over time it works its way into the ground. What you need red is just a big res outside that you can fill up and then tie into your irrigation. <laughs> and that's just gravity. Sure. That'd work. That'd work. Giant rain barrel. Don't have enough time before vacation. Yeah, with the we, we if you can been, just get the 55 gallon drum up high enough, it'll work. And then you can get the actual uh, blue mat tape. We have slowed down since the snow melted. We have either been doing cannabis events and vending and having to prepare for those, which is including while prepping garden beds outside and taking care of the indoor and doing everything that we're still doing yeah. currently. I guess it's non stop, man. We haven't slept in like three months. We haven't done shit, dude. You see how often I'm in that chat. My <laughs> my wife said today, she goes, Man, as as growers, like I don't 
I don't think too many other people realize what it takes to like go on a vacation. She goes, other than farmers, you know what I mean? Cause it's and it, you're like, we're double whammying it over here, you know, indoor and out. It's, it's a lot. It's a lot. But usually a farmer is somewhat automated though, in a way that we as small scale home growers can never be. Well, you could be, I guess, but. Aren't. Oh yeah. My indoor garden has always been automated. My one, you know, my little three light, 12 plant indoor home garden that was always under automation. I could leave for seven days, come back to it, you know, assuming there's no failures, come back to it and it's rocking. That's key. You know, assume no failures. That's where those new controllers help, man. Like painted lady has. Yeah. Cause it'll let you know when shit's not working and you know, you gotta be able to figure it out. Cheers. One, Yeti. one safe, one, one thing that we do have, like, let's say, you know, our reservoirs are only going to get us eight days out, you know, before the reservoir runs dry. I have a, my freshwater reservoir, uh, the pump is hooked up to a remote switch. So I can turn on my, my freshwater pump anywhere as long as I have internet. I can leave my valves open on my reservoirs, my fill valves. I can leave those open when I leave town. And on day eight, you know, if I can't make it, but on day six or whenever I think that, you know, I just want to fill up, top off those reservoirs a little bit, I can take my, uh, my Echo Dot program and turn on my pump and it'll fill my reservoirs for me without me being here. And I just let it run for like 10 minutes and then shut it off and it won't fill enough up enough to cause any type of siphon or anything, back pressure or anything like that. So there's a finite there's a finite amount of water there's only 40 gallons in my freshwater tank and that's to fill up oh, two cool. 100 gallon reservoirs so there's no way it'll overflow those oh, okay unless they're full and i accidentally trigger it and i am smoking and it's like day one you know like tuesday on the way out of town when i have full reses and i'm like fucking around with it and i accidentally turn it on then it's gonna overflow and i want to be fucked so Got to wait till the end of the vacation to fuck with the automated uh, secret uh, backup plan. And do you have a live streaming camera staring at that reservoir just in case? Because that's what I would probably uh, be doing. Yeah, I have uh, I have a, a great I have a great camera system for the inside here that's currently in a box that I have to hook up. But I've got I've got the outside monitored. That's the important thing. Somebody walks up to the door or something, I can talk to them and shit like that. So, you know, keep all that. But no, I, I'm just, you know, fly by the seat of my pants, man. It's faith. You know, I, I don't worry about it. I have faith that it'll all be okay when I get back. And if there's a hiccup or something's wrong, I, I deal with it. That's it. You know, on to the next one, 60 day run. The next crop will come down in another 60 days. You know, that's us as farmers, man. Sometimes we have good crops, sometimes we have bad. I do live crop to crop some of us live paycheck to paycheck i live crop to crop so it really sucks when a crop fails so that is the plan to not fail a crop but if it happens got to keep moving man you can't but you guys got to clean out the mess and fucking start over you know what i mean shit does happen but you got to go out of town you got to treat yourself i haven't been on a vacation like this in a decade maybe more i don't know probably longer so time to get out of town i've gone you know to festivals and shit like that i i work those things man i'm walking 90 degrees walking six miles selling fucking pendants and shit those are you know? business trips 
it's it's a little bit of leisure you know we get the evenings to party and hang out and and you know um, socialize and stuff like that but in the morning it's working and and packing is working and it's all just hectic this time we get to pack up our stuff get the hell out of the state and just chill you know there's no working there's nothing it's that packing and unpacking six times because we're at different locations but otherwise it's gonna be fun you know highly suggest anybody to um take a break take a break you need one we haven't had one in a while and it shows so i really enjoyed vacation would recommend if you get the opportunity for sure would you fly again because that was that was your first flight right it's my first flight i have to fly again for work i'm gonna go oh, to new jersey, new jersey in july yeah yep no i really enjoyed flying that was my favorite part nice uh, i'm excited to travel i get to fly to newark someone who's happy to go to newark new jersey now there's something i'm driving out of it but i'm flying there i don't know if i've ever flown in there but I, isn't that like just a wild airport like just one of those just super busy ones i think so yeah one of the more busy airports in the country you said philadelphia was crazy atlanta atlanta's the busiest one St. Louis, I think, is a pretty busy one, too. Seems like I, I always connect to St. Louis a lot. Or Chicago. Chicago's a popular one. Yeah, Chicago's up there. It's like a 40-minute flight. It's so wild. <laughs> Wait, it's been longer in the airport, you know? New Jersey's two hours. I'm, I'm like, wow, that's quite a flight. Damn, that's a long ways, then. Jersey's way far away. Yeah, an hour and 50 minutes. That surprises me. Wow. When we went to Cancun, it was right about four hours each way. I think it was three to Texas. Anybody Same. fly out of Flint before? No, I haven't. Highly I used recommend. I love that airport. Yeah. Man. Still awesome. Yeah. Although they, uh, they used to have direct flights to San Diego, and I have some friends that live there. Um, <laughs> And I, I caught it once in like 2018 or something. And then I think it was American Airlines or somebody pulled out of there. So they don't have it anymore. And it, it's like, you know, triple the cost to go out of Detroit. So that was a bummer. But it's super easy, super like chill. TSA was like super lax. Like, I don't know. It was awesome. It's just too far away for me, man. It's like I can go a half hour to Detroit. I can go a half yeah. hour to Lansing or I can go two hours to Flint. <laughs> Doesn't make sense for you. <laughs> There's very few flights that are probably going to save you that amount of money, make it worth your while, you know. We live live in a flight path for two major airports. Um, We live beneath flight paths. One of them is Willow Run. Willow Run airport's like five miles from my house, ten miles from my house. So we get like real low flying um, cargo planes. Bombers, Cessna, like Willow Run Airport's a really small military. It's mostly cargo, military. So we get all kinds of wild planes, bombers and shit. Pretty much buzzing my neighborhood. But then we're also in the Yankee Air Museum. Yeah, they have the Yankee Air Museum over there. 
uh, I went to I went to school at the at that airport. Uh, it's pretty cool. Um, and then they have they uh, then uh, Detroit Metro is not much farther either. Yeah, it's you know twenty miles maybe, but still I'm directly in that flight path too. So all day, all day long, dude. It's just constant airplanes in the middle of the night too. The, the um, commercial jets will be flying right right at their uh, right at their no fly zone time. You know. I used to live cool from up there, man. I used to live basically oh, yeah. right across the street from Willow Run. That that airport was uh, it, it wasn't like crazy oh, okay. active like Detroit, but it was super loud. It just everything was so loud over there. <laughs> I think it must have been lot, like you're saying the cargo planes and stuff. Cargo planes, it's busy, super busy. Shit taking off all day long. Dude, when I was in the it's army in, in Germany, that's all I dealt with was the end of flight line with planes flying over us all day long in the motor pool. Like all day long, you can just fucking hear that shit. Selfridge, anybody uh, spend any time yeah, over man. there? There's, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've had uh, I got a, a lot of chinooks rattle was... my house over there. <laughs> yeah, dude, that's a wild one. You got a chance to go in there and check out some of the uh, F-16s, sit in the cockpit and shit. It was really cool. Good field trip, field trip to go hang out and yeah, they got check a... out some military planes. They had an air show every year. I assume it's maybe come back, but probably took a little bit of a hiatus there. But that's a pretty cool air show to go to if you guys. Uh, I don't. I don't know when it is. I have no information other than that. Go go check it out at Selfridge Air National Guard Base. <laughs> How sequence goes to one out in Battle Creek every year, don't you? Yeah, <clears throat> they do an air show in July. That hopefully we'll be going to again this year. The Battle Creek Balloon and the Air Festival, I think. They have a lot of hot air balloons if you're into that. They got fast cars if you're into that. And then they have uh, airplane stunt contests. I could get behind going like up in a hot air balloon and shit and be really high and then be really high. Could be a high time. Man, I've never wanted to do a hot air balloon. No, thank you. Yeah, I think I think I'll pass. Passing on that shit. No, it's kind of cool to watch. Wait a minute, but, you uh, said you would jump out of a plane with no big issue, and you want to go bungee jumping and shit, but you won't fuck with a hot air balloon. I, yeah, I, I did the skydiving thing. I I don't need to do it again, and I don't need to get in a hot air balloon. What no. about the air balloon uh, that they keep strapped to the ground, and they just let it go up, and then they pull you back down? No thanks. You wouldn't even do that? Oh man! I mean, what? Why though? That's I don't so know. Can, I just, so you can see like a drone's eye view of shit, um, or just fly a drone. <laughs> I just I terrified of heights. Terrified. I don't like it. I'd, I wish I wasn't. I'd be scared, but I think it'd be cool to be to float. I love roller coasters and all that stuff. I'll do it all. But, Would you uh, wear a squirrel suit? You know, like the jetpack shit. <laughs> what the fuck? Oh, oh no. man. Oh, no. Well, if I was going to, I was going to go up somewhere high and put the fuck around just in case. Why not? I thought he was asking if she was a furry. <laughs> I, <said that> <laughs> I was like, what is that? No. Is from? No, it's like the flag squirrel suit shit that they had. I wish I, I had wish. the balls to do that. Yeah, I wish I was like athletic enough and like took the right kind of drugs that made me like able to do that. You know Super what I mean? But, yeah, <laughs> that's insane insanity. It's yeah, just insane. any of that Red Bull stuff, man. I'm Dude, down with it. Somebody just... was up in one of those. You know how you have like the go kart hang glider things that people fucking fly around in. I was outside. <laughs> I like that description. Shit, 
I was outside high as shit in the hammock laying there, and I could just hear this shit. I'm like, what the fuck? And then I got really tall pine trees on the one side. Yeah, and it's just, I'm like, that's not a regular, it's like Cessna engine. What the fuck is that? Yeah, then this fucking orange and yellow one flies over my house. I'm like, holy shit, man. Guy with a 30 horse. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a bicycle yeah. engine. It's not nearly high enough pitch there for girly. <laughs> Sorry, that's about as far as I can go. But yeah, it's he's got a weed whacker in the sky, man. Pretty much. I also am one of those cities that um, is like a lot of people don't have cars, but a whole bunch of people, I call them like the little old men on bikes brigade. They were like leveled up through the years. They used to be like the 10 speed guys. Then they became like the mountain bike guys. And then like now they've become the fucking the weed whacker motor guys on the bikes now. You know what I mean? Low, low rider bike guys. No, these are these are oh, old man. dudes. These oh, are like people oh, that are, yeah. we got those two. We get the uh, like the bicycle boys where they'll they all have the lights on their bikes and they all have like souped up low rider, you know, banana seat, the whole fucking thing with the ape hanger bars and shit. And you'll just you know see them out at like two o'clock in the morning. There'll be like fifteen or twenty of them just carving around the streets and shit. I don't. I don't uh, live. You in really got to round that joke out know. by saying that by including yourself in the group at the end. Yeah, we ride around it. Yeah. yeah. I'm not gonna lie, I won't I've been eyeballing e-bikes. I'm like, oh that might be those are pretty cool. sweet, man. Summertime. I just plug that hey, Mama, Mama Skilbo has head. one and they've had them for years, man. They're great. You could go fucking quick as shit on there, and they're like silent too. So they get expensive though. I looked at them thinking I would be able to buy some for the family. You know what I mean? <laughs> okay, maybe in a few years, those things can get real expensive real quick. We they are got to come down. Now. Time if you guys want to partake with us and they have our community smoke, do a little Memorial Day. You know, shout out to the fallen. Uh, it's it's a time to be grateful, and so get your bowls and rigs to jars. I'm completely go out. Concentrates completely out, and I'm so sad. So bankrupt. What? And wait, wait, Becca. Tell them she told me on the other show. So, Becca, how much did you guys? How much did you have earlier in the week? Um. Well, just remind when, me. You know, we swap for Groly. Yeah, for Groly's um, been good. At Gems and Genetics, got five grams, I think. And that's gone. It wasn't enough. When are you guys leaving? You when can't you leave leaving? the state without some some wax for your so vacation we're travel. On, we're leaving on Wednesday. Okay. Okay. Well, okay. Wednesday. We're not leaving. Wednesday. We're leaving at like five in the morning on Wednesday. Right on. I got so you. A tolerance you. break. Right. No. 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 It's a tolerance break. I thought you killed your camera because you were on your way to come drop us. <laughs> come drop off a jar right now. I'll be right yeah. there. No, that's a bro. Hit the remote start the car. <laughs> it's a bummer for sure, but it's okay. Just, just uh, swing into Winewood on your way out. Just grab some shit from them. I better so I'm right the thing is, away. like, the thing is, is that two of us having it, like, we go through it so much that's faster. Time. Yeah, but if you just get like a yeah, little great. bit and you know you only have a little bit, 
You can say you can't trade them at Winewood. <laughs> you know, yeah, speaking right. of Winewood, <laughs> I want to give a shout out to old man Hermit Hash, who is now hash making for them. So that's really fucking cool. I talked oh, to yeah, him. Cool. Talked to him last week, trying to see when our schedules meet up so I can go hang out with him again. He's always a good vibes guy and solid bro, man. And with that, it's hash time. My shit sound over here sound like a hey, oh, me flicking the lighter though. three times remind me like a Wiz Khalifa song. Yeah, I said it. Nothing. I smell Ooh, nothing in this jar. A fritter. Uh, you got a shout out from was it? And I'll give my shout out too. It's uh, Tara and Troy. Isn't that what they were? She was showing off earlier in uh, Instagram store. It was. Yeah, man. There's a lot less complaining about my farts around here, which is nice. Don't get used to it. Mm. Okay. Oh, you pretend. I've never heard her complain once about it. I, I don't be coy. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think there was any complaints. She likes it. <laughs> she right. secretly let's, likes it. Let's not get crazy. But, you know. Speaking of late times and all that good stuff, make sure you come through tomorrow night at 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for the late sash. What are you holding up there, Rod? Oh, this is how I feed my plants. Just a tea. I use all open flow, quarter-inch yep. line. I use a quarter inch valve so that I can keep everything under the same amount of pressure. And then if one of them needs a little less than the others, I can turn it down. I put two of these on each plant. This comes off a half inch PVC line that I put a, uh, it's a, it's brand called, a, well, the brand's not Octobubbler. The part is called the Octobubbler. The brand is by Jane, J-A-I-N. Use these We've little things. To, uh, That's a half inch thread. There's red, eight we quarter. Yeah. Take that home so you can get it on a better signal so we can see it good. Yeah, that's what I used to. And then my pump, you know, with the near pile timer, pumps up the half inch PVC to one of these. And then it can shoot out eight of these. And so what is this piece here that I have hooked to? It's a little quarter inch valve. You can shut it off. We can turn it on, then it just flows, and then you, you know, put a main valve on there to lower your pressure. If you have this thing at like 50 PSI, it's going to squirt out the sides of your pot. So you have to, you know, down your pressure and add a little down pressure further with this guy. Open flow, man. This thing here has a diaphragm in it because this is regulated to like fucking 20 PSI or whatever. So fuck this thing. Get rid of that. Put the thing back in it. Open flow. Put everything open flow. Open flow, open flow, open flow. There's not enough pressure coming off that pump to break anything. Hook it up to this. Dial in each plant individually with one of these little guys. It's a lot fucking better. Then one plant is not taking off as much as the others, and it's getting too much water. Now it's stunting or vice versa. Or 
the opposite of one needs more water because it's larger and you're not feeding it. Feed them all up to that max capacity that that one plant that's super thirsty can take and then dial down the others. That way everybody has enough water. So, and, and it's just, it's super simple, man. A little three pack of these valves. These valves are about a dollar a piece. These things are about, I don't know, 10 cents a piece. So each plant costs, they'll say five bucks or something like that. Super inexpensive to run these things. The best part about them though, is that I've never had an issue with them getting clogged. If they do, it's no more than a, um, safe, not even a safe, uh, a paperclip, take a paperclip in there or whatever. Honestly, I never even had an issue with them. Um, I have had an issue with the kind that, you know, are on a stake and, you know, it has a little, uh, a little valve on the top and it shoots a bunch of little streams out in a circle. I used to have to constantly unscrew and screw those things back on and wash them out. I only in between runs in between runs. I'll clean these out and I'll flush some, uh, some uh, cleaner through them and shit like that. So super easy to manage right off a of pump. I'd say the whole thing uh, with the $20 timer, a $20 pump, uh, let's say $20 into this. Uh, let's say you spend 10 bucks on PVC and fittings. This probably, Let's talk 20 bucks probably because fittings aren't exactly the cheapest. And then these are little half inch nipples that you can use to run your, that's a half inch thread and that's a half inch going to your half inch line. Super easy. Um, you know, 60 bucks, you can probably power 12 plants. The, the Jane, these guys are like six to seven bucks a piece. Uh, you can buy them in bags of 10. So like probably cut a little bit of cost if you buy them. 10 bag. So. I don't use those. I don't use the dosatrons simply just because of uh, cost. And honestly, man, that's a lot of moving parts. This is really simple. I can have everything just right there accessible. There's not a ton of that I have to monitor and all that stuff. I'm using my simple two part. I don't need dosatrons to be honest. So this works out just fine. And it's really ecologically friendly, right? Because you, you'll only use as much water as you need. And um, yep. I really like that. I can dial in each plant. Exactly. Exactly. And that's how I avoid the mass amounts of runoff as, at a larger scale. You know, um, each plant is its own specific volume. It's not all just throw it all at the whole mass of them and, and let them all feed. It's each plant gets some plants in, at the beginning of the run, you know, they get a little bit more just because that's the way that the pressure works. I might need a, a, a pump with better pressure or something like that. But sometimes the one at the end need more. And so you got to work that out because you know how it goes when you're overfeeding one, it might start to stunt and you're underfeeding another, they start to lose leaves and all that kind of shit. So. But it's, um, it's, 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 uh, it keeps the watering consistent. I don't just like hydroponics because it, you know, lazy, easy, whatever. I can go out of town, you know, no, I like it because it keeps it consistent. You know, every three hours, it's going to get this much, uh, nutrient solution. That means that sometimes, man, I do get busy and I can't get in there and hand water. Sometimes I might miss a day of watering, even though the plants, are okay their their root balls are still saturated they still need that freshened freshened up ph 
boost, you know, they need the pH regulated and all that stuff. Uh, you know, uh, 24 hours of the plant, just the wet nutrients just sitting in there, the pH is going to start to swing in the root zone. So you want to add that correct pH nutrient solution and let it do its thing. So I'd like to make sure that it is getting a uh, systematic frequency and that sort of a then there's no missing no dry outs with cocoa man they are just on it what is going on how many bots we got on the show right now You're keeping me on my toes man oh jesus Why playing whack-a-mole crazy Every one of them is a different account. Where's Baked with the pew pew sound when I need him? That just means we got haters. That means we got, uh, we must be popular. It's doing something right. Man, I got some jackass out here fucking lighting up fireworks, making my dogs go nuts. That was yesterday here. Dude, my dog was shaking like, like drugstore dice, man. It's 10 o'clock at night. What the fuck, man? Sissy Don't do kids go to sleep. <laughs> Easy, old fella. Ah, it just irritates me when it affects me. So yesterday, uh, shout out to everybody that came through for Wake and Bake with the Groskies. We were talking about... A whole bunch of nothing but one of the things was seeds and i was saying how when i had germed my seeds they popped tails and i put them in solo cups and the only place i had them at the time was in the basement and it was too cold for them so i ended up taking them outside yesterday and i put them on the side porch where it's not getting direct sunlight but um in the morning when i go out there i'm gonna see if i have anything popping up because i know for girl you asked me what's up with my outdoor and uh, so that's that. I've got my 12 pots in the backyard that are the seven-gallon plastics, the heavy-duty ones. And I used the soil that I had from my old house when I drug it over here in a bunch of totes, half-killed myself. But I was able to use all that soil, and I had all my amendments and shit left over, so I had plenty of time to mix that together. And I got some build-a-soil, um, the... Let's see, what is it? There's the cover crop mix, and the other one was gnarly barley. So I hit everything with that. I used the last of my rice holes to top all of my seven gallons off with. Put some uh, ground-up barley in there and get all the enzymes going. And all of my cover crop is looking really fucking good. And I was concerned because I went like ham on the uh, the rice holes. And I was like, damn, maybe I fucked this up and it won't come through. But now, once that shit shot through... Then I kind of used my fingers and slid it uh, over to the side to see how much of the soil was there and everything. It's looking dark already. So I think by the time that these little seedlings get ready to be shooting, I can transplant right into those and rock and roll. The problem is, is now I'm at the point where it's like, okay, I'm really worried about, you know, my IPM and, and specifically like the white moths and shit like that. So uh, this week sequence and uh, a lot of the other people on the panel and the chats, we've been talking about different greenhouse options and things like that, you know, from something so simple as a hoop house that I just build myself and pull some plastic over 
um, to another thing I was looking at was if I go to Tractor Supply, I can get those 16 foot long uh, cattle panel fencing things, which are 50 inches wide. So then you can attach those because I'm a taller dude and I don't want to just grow baby plants. So I would build something that's like two feet, two feet tall. And then the length of it would be like 10 by 12 or something. And then you zip tie all those together. You would take, um, you could use pool noodles if you wanted to really be weird with it, but you can go much cheaper by going to Menards and grabbing the foam that has the adhesive tape on it that goes around your hot water pipes and shit. If it goes around like in your trailer and stuff, you put those around the edge of the cattle panel. That way you won't tear holes in your garden plastic. I was talking to Sequence if I wanted like six mil plastic or eight mil. You told me that six mil was just fine because I'll still get, would you say, three or four years out of that? You know? Yeah, I think it's three to five years. So that's where I'm at. Um, Mrs. Skilbo was asking me today what I wanted to do. And I, she was like, do you just want to go to Menards and get this 10 by 12 that they have? Which is, is kind of nice. I've looked at it. Um, there's a lot of mods that you do to it in the sense of like making it less rickety and better. One of those things is using uh, like the, uh, what the fuck are those things called? The self-tapping screws. And then they have like the rubber grommet on them. So you're actually screwing the panels into, you know, the structure rather than just having them loose. But that's like 800 and it's like, I think it's like 870. And I would have to order it anyway. So I'm like, why do I want to do that when I can just fucking build some shit myself? How is it anchored in the ground? Um, How was that anchors? It is. It's not just laying. It's not just laying on the ground. There's like a footing thing that you have to dig down and put those together. And then that bolts to that. I say it takes like 40 hours if you put it together by yourself. I'm I'm still curious when people talk about needing, needing needing greenhouses for their cannabis are you are you do you want a greenhouse is this specifically for cover protection is this for ipm my fear with putting plants in a greenhouse is actually the opposite i'd be afraid that they'd be more susceptible to a mono outbreak of a pest without the open air environment of having bees and all of these other pollinators and natural predators available to your closed greenhouse now if you're introducing predators just seeing a larger cost with the greenhouse and then having to bring in more ipm whereas in my outdoor environment outdoor in the garden i don't spray anything i don't use much stuff other than some rosemary plants which are very inexpensive um, some other stuff to kind of tackle some of the issues that are the ipm management point of it as far as the cover and things like that, I've never had a large botrytis issue. I'm not sure. Like I've harvested in the rain. I've let my plants go to the, you know, into November and all of this stuff. I don't know if I'm not growing large enough plants, thick enough plants. If Maybe it's my management of leaves and things like that. Um, something, I just don't see the need for a, a hoop over my cannabis. Now, I do mm. see the need for a hoop or starting seeds um, early in our shoulder seasons when we have, you know, frozen weather and snow and shit like that. And in the shoulder season at the end of the summer, when we do again, have snow coming in freezing seasons and I want to keep, keep crops going. Um, but as far as just uh, getting a harvest out of, you know, uh, maybe a medical garden in the backyard <laughs> or something, 
I've always grown my medical garden without a net, without a cover, without anything. And uh, have, I knock on wood, you know, here comes the summer, right? Um, but, you know, um, I, I think that there's, it's a lot easier than most people make it out to be. And that is with just um, keeping, keeping your diversity out there. You have to have a biodiversity and not just in your, in your, you know, bug life, but in your soil life as well. We all, or I should say the opposite, not just in your soil life. We always talk about biodiversity in the soil. That's in your atmosphere and what's around you as well. You know, um, I'd imagine, you know, if it's a completely sealed off greenhouse, you know, um, that could even be a, a bigger issue because again, it's available to the air. Once you walk in, you're opening a door. Anything can get in. Well, my thought was that I'm going to have larger plants than I will for the space that I have. So anything that I have left over that doesn't fit inside of whatever space that I create, I would like to do at least one or two test plants out in the all together and then see how it does because this is my first season growing at this place. And um, I want to make sure that it's successful. Yeah, see, I'd almost worry that I would be less successful in a greenhouse because I'd be battling heat issues and all of these other, like I said, the IPM issues and all these other things. Being away from the open air, you know, I think that there's more IPM available to you in nature than when you uh, divide away from nature and try to isolate. In my experience... It depends on what kind of greenhouse too, though, right? Red, like, you know, there are, I mean, even some light depth greenhouses still have just big old fans that are exchanging the air inside and out. Um, you know, you might still be running your own IPM regiment. You might be throwing, you know, a giant dehumidifier in there, some sort of, uh, yep. you know, HVAC system um, to, to dial it in. But that's, that's kind of the point of, of a greenhouse to a certain scale is to be able to, uh, basically play that same indoor environmental control while just getting free electricity. For Gurley, um, you nailed it. You you nailed it when you said being able to run a dehumidifier to create the environment, even when the environment isn't naturally like that. That was exactly the reason I was thinking. Well, that's that's all fine and good. You know, if if the um, if the you know the objective is to you know it's going to cost money to the, do all that. Well, stuff. the objective is to bring something to harvest. So that I have meds for the year. That's that's the whole purpose. Well, of this. like I'm saying, man, you can throw a plant right out in the middle of the field, not spend any money at all, and you will harvest a plant. That's what I'm trying to say. Throw some pollinators out there and some some stuff that attracts pollinators. You don't have to spend thousands on a greenhouse and all this. If if your goal is a harvest, now now if your goal is a greenhouse and having a regulated indoor environment, that's a completely different topic or discussion. You know what I mean? Um, but, but if we're just talking, throw something, you know, if you want something to, to make it through the season, um, do it all the time. Great, great cannabis without any sprays or anything back there. We might throw some can, uh, what's that mammoth shit that we might try using some of that this year. Um, control. On some of our vegetables. Yeah. Uh, but uh, otherwise, the cannabis, we never have an issue with. <clears throat> I, again, I got to knock on wood, man. You know, never know. I could have a bad year this year. Again, I could have different 
you know, completely different ecology over where I'm at too. You know? I mean, yeah. I'm uh, I'm pretty much in agreement with you, Red. You know what I mean? Because you can, you can do it both ways. You know, I've been very successful just throwing plants outside. But guess what? I'd also love to have this $50,000 light depth greenhouse with all the yeah. controls and bells yeah, and whistles I could possibly imagine. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's just a scalability thing. I'd even love a hoop house, but you That's know what, what I mean? I'm, yeah. When I, the, I'm telling you, when I seen sequences, fucking large scale greenhouse for the first time, just mind blown. <laughs> But, so the but second that was, time that, was that I came line, back, a lot of money into it. It cost a well, lot of money. Well, the thing was, the thing. second time that we came back, when they were still in late veg, it wasn't even really in flower yet, and those fucking plants were just booming in there, man. And it had that feeling when you stood inside of there, you just like, oh, this is fucking amazing, man. And then to come back and they're we in full flowers, just. You will get that out of that. Absolutely. I want a greenhouse for sure. But I, you know. I think Red makes a good point. Like if your goal is to just have plants to get to a harvest, you can just do that right outdoors. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm trying to say is that, you know, you don't have to buckle down and, and put in a whole bunch of backbreaking work and do all this stuff just to have an outdoor cannabis crop. It's a lot easier than that. It can just, be a lot uh, easier than do it the Spartan way and just dig a hole in the ground and throw a couple plants out there. And you know, you're going to have some weed at the end of the year. <laughs> I got fucking volunteers that just popped up in my fucking bed this year that I just pulled out of the ground and pulled apart and threw in pots today. We'll see if they survive. That might be some CBD. I'm hoping. Hey, all those Clementine I killed are uh, still out back in my backyard. I just chucked them out there. You know, you might be able to <laughs> fill some holes with them. <laughs> Not in my backyard. They, they wouldn't. Uh, they'd be peeking over the fence before too long. I'm sure. We're gonna have that problem too. Yeah, but you have cool neighbors. I don't. I don't think my neighbors would be that cool with it. I'm seeing if I can get away with some autos this year. I'm pretty sure I can. I've got them in pots that I can pull and move around. I didn't bury them. I just left them on top. I think, uh, Painted Lady, you should take like two or four of those plants, bury them in the ground as close as you possibly can get, like maybe the bigger ones, and just train them to like make an archway in your your backyard, and then <laughs> yeah, just you. I don't know how long that would train last. It together. Yeah, but I mean, if they get all woody and stuff, you know, you can train them to get all woody stemmed, and then just like chop them. That would the, be kind of cool. I don't know. Make some art, you know. Yeah. Like some Mendo dope style, you know, the the microphone stand, but a Mendo dope style, you know, arch for your gate to the backyard would be dope. Time right. in, in a circle and they all arch together. So it's like a big Roman Coliseum, like they're just fucking bunch of arches. They're basically in a path right now. Oh, that's cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Make a, like a corn maze, except it's a weed maze. <laughs> yeah, basically. It's gonna smell awesome. My eyes, my eyes. I got trichomes everywhere. <laughs> I'm doing like the ancient original kind of, you know, arms up hash kind of game. Yeah. I've just got four autos out there. I figure that'd be enough. We'll see what that does. I wanted to work to run a couple autos this year, but 
now that I put all the veg plants out there, I don't really yeah. have room. Yeah, fucking plenty. Yeah. I'm helping baked with his outdoor too, so that's like plenty, plenty fucking work for to plenty outdoor experience for this. Yeah, year. I don't need to have more at home too. This sucks. Noob grows in chat says they're dealing with fire season around him, so they gotta worry about ash. That sucks. That sucks. It's good for your greenhouse, I guess. Another positive reason if you're dealing with ash. That's true. That was a good point. Yeah. Or around here, they spray. Don't, like, don't spray the ash off your plant or something like that because yeah. it will it will turn into lye. It will. Uh, Decompose into lye. And just shake it. What, use a leaf blower or what? Yeah. Because what if it rains? You know what I mean? <laughs> right. Right. You got to get off of there before it rains. I'm guessing that would be the way to do it. Um, probably more of an issue in flower than in bed. You could probably just shake, brush it off your plants. So that's good. Uncle Rick asked a question back at like 10.05 or something like that when I was talking about the hydroponics, all the drip lines and stuff like that. He asked if the the line, he, go, he, he made a comment more or less at saying that the drip lines don't have to be the same length, then they, sh they do have to be the same length. If you want equal flow, if you want them all to flow the same, you need the line that comes off of your manifold to be the same length. That means that if you have a plant two feet away, it gets the same four foot length cord as the plant that's four feet away. So you, you're going to have some extra length sitting on the floor or whatever, but it's the way that you give equal volume to all of your plants. Uh, I also put everything in a loop. Um, seems to seems to regulate the pressure a little bit better, right? Other than just being in a straight line and having the manifolds come off on a straight line, I loop it around my plants and then I have them coming up around it. And it, it seems to rise more at an even rate. You would think that fluid dynamics it should all rise at the same rate anyway, but for some reason, putting it in a closed loop allows the, the levels the loop, to rise a little bit more accurate. I think the loop is just more tube to hold the pressure so that when it waters, the water pressure is more even because it can hold that pressure for longer because you got so much in there. It's basically at least double if you do. Sure. I think it's at least yeah. double than what you do with one run. Yeah, it is. A little bit more because yeah, you got to go, you know, out and around. Right, right, for sure. But I agree with you. That is 100%. It's way the fuck better pressure if you do it that way. I, I don't really know, know the question who, who I can thank for that info, but I heard that from somebody else. might have been on GoTo long ago. Back in the day, what Red's talking about is like to traditionally, even at Mitcanco, when they run a a line, a water line to the plants, it's usually you know right down the middle or something, and then the the lines coming off of it. Well, if instead of doing just one line right down the middle with a clamp at the end or whatever, do a circle. He's referring that, to the main map. Yeah, and so, so that you're you'll have even pressure, way more even pressure. Um, you can either go on the outside of the plants, or you can just do a small circle on it between the plants. However, you want to do it. Yeah, I'll show you this one right here. This is way better than just a, way better than just a single run. Because if you do just a single run, you have usually less pressure 
on one end. I'll put this one other. in between. I'll put like 12 plants around this. And I'll just put this in the middle of all my plants. And this is this is going to have another one here and another one here. And then one, two, three. This can control. This one little thing right here will control. Uh, and, and actually, I have this design. It's up and over like this because this can sit into a saucer. This was supposed to, this was actually supposed to go into another grow room that had carpet and shit in the floor. So I didn't want this to like leak in the carpet. If these leaked, I didn't want it to like leak on the rug. So this was going to go inside of just a, a tray. And then this, you know, the tray is going to sit like this. So this would go up and over the tray. And then valve, main valve. And then all the octa bubblers come off of here. And pretend like this thing's like 20 feet big and all your plants are in the middle, you know, and it goes around the perimeter. But this just sets in the middle of your room and feeds all of your plants. So that's one way that you can use it with a lot less PVC. This is done with like a half a piece of PVC. You know, I probably didn't even use four feet of PVC with this. You know, it's just, it, it, in money terms, with a, with a 10 foot length of PVC, like three bucks, so this probably cost with fittings, valves, and everything, I'm going to say. 30 bucks 30 bucks or something like that add a pump to it i'll control 25 plants for 50 bucks so add the timer to it 70 bucks that was how i set up my first automated system uh was with your to your what mentorship i guess and uh did it with a perimeter pvc deal and two octobubblers and all that Worked really well. They work great. And it, so, dude, sometimes you can find these that actually will have a valve on the bubble. Like, That's like when it's in a position like this right yeah. now. And you just turn like it. Closed. Yep, you just turn it. This yeah, one, like 12 or 13 uh, bucks. unfortunately, doesn't do that. But I'm going to show you guys the pro hack that they showed me that I was too, like, I, th I always thought I had a good engineering mind, right? And I could, like, figure shit out. But, you know, like, let's say, let's say you, you have eight right here, but you only have four plants and you're like, I don't need to use all of these drip drippers. I only have four plants. Well, you can take yourself a piece of tubing and then loop from one to the other and then do that twice. Do that to another one and that closes off all of those and it closes them off. I have them, you know, I only need to use six. Let's say you only need to use six. Boom. There you go. You can use all six. The other two are completely closed off. You know, they're fine. They're not going to work. That's, that's Again, cool you want them to be the same length. Oh, yeah. I like that trick. Uh, grow store hack. Uh, shout out to the people who grow store. Yeah, they're usually trying to just sell you shit. Uh, they actually hooked me up with some information. For them. You know, good piece of my learning. That made me laugh. I just thought about Spartan working in a fucking grow store. And I think of like, he'd just be like, bro, you don't, you don't need to buy any of this shit. Listen. No, <laughs> go grab this, that, this, and the oh, other. And this is what you do. Store. They'd hate you, man. Subscribe to these guys on YouTube. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. You ever heard of KNF? You can make this. Like, shit, like, dude, this like, really <laughs> tall dude just came in. He was about to drop 30 grand on a greenhouse. And fucking this dude came up and talked to him. And all of a sudden, he just walked out with some fucking rosemary plants what the fuck man you're fired i knew you were gonna say rosemary <laughs> why don't you start protesting grow stores Spartan? <laughs> oh they have some cool stuff my grow store has screens for my fucking box so i go in there and buy those from the grow store <laughs> that's the one to support the grow store you know yeah you know we gotta get you an ash catcher 
No, nah, that's just not in the way. I like more screen. shit to tip the thing over. No, it's one more thing to clean. Fuck that. I can throw the screen away. Put another one in. I thought you said said an ass catcher at first. No, no. <laughs> ass catcher. Ass. I can't wait to go bomb shopping. Well, what oh, do you yeah. want to do? We had two casualties. Hey, show us, show us some of the ones that you're looking at. Sequence. We could use some, some good glass ideas. We're just gonna go to like oh. a lot of bolts or something and get a get a nice bong. Yeah, he broke the uh, Simpsons one too. Holy shit! Banned. So that was no fun. Yeah, I broke the Simpsons one and cracked it on the side of the table. So do you want to go with like another beaker style bong or do you want to go with more like the straight tube style or a sidecar or something? We'll see what's available. Um, but yeah, I like the beaker style ones. We'll see what what she likes when we're looking at them and I'm sure we'll pick it out. I still Is have finger. And remember that, like, replacing your downstream with a really good one, like, I, I always recommend those high side ones that I've had for years. If you change the filtration on the downstream, it completely changes the bong and the pull and the drag in it. So look into trying to get more diffusion if you want to get, like, that going on with it. I used to always be a big fan of, like, the honeycomb ones. Like... You get like a double stacked honeycomb, and it's nicer. The the turbine style, yeah. There you go. The more complicated your bong is, the more often you got to clean that thing. The harder it gets, man. Yeah. I had that Luca bong that had like five levels to it, and you literally had to put a cork in the one side of it and then just fill it with multiple bottles of ISO so that you could, you know, let that shit in the middle soak that you can never ever get salt to. That's what I like about this new one. It's dirty now because I've been using it. Easiest thing to clean, though. So fucking easy. It does have a pinch. Yeah. It's not a pinch. It's a, di it's a different than a pinch. It's uh, a narrow. Let me see if I can do this without spilling shit. Let me see if I can point. I don't know. I'll spill shit. But it's. Uh, We're watching. Nothing can beat the beard on fire. It's gonna spill for just, sure. It could be a new intro. Yeah, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna fucking <laughs> bog water. But you can see. You can see in there how it's just a narrow hole. Okay. So you could inside. drop like a okay, Spartan's narrow hole. Uh, see, he's got that it. Hank Hill narrow urethra going on. So it I works as a, it works as a glass, or I mean, as an ice pinch, but it also works that uh, like when you pull the bowl. Yeah, you're not gonna get backsplash. You're not gonna get any water up. It's fucking cool. I really That's like. Cool. It. I like it. I like that bong. No thanks. I really liked. I was sold on the fucking the weed leaves on it. Yeah. And the green and white. You know, I mean, it's not green. It's black. It's like black green. I don't know. Really, really super dark. Yeah. I, I like the size that. of it though, man. It's not that much. Yeah, that's what I like the most about it. It's like really portable. It might be a daily driver for me. And this. Uh, what's it called frosting frosted glass it's yeah. like a texture too so it's like it's not slippery i really like that Ooh, becca i got one too becca's is frosted it looks like oh yeah it's got a bong on it it's kind of dirty this stays here i don't smoke out of this very often it's hard to see on your guys feed it feeds like really low oh, yeah sorry, sorry. 
Tell sequence my uh I'm in the backstage. Hey Red, you're in front stage. He's on front stage. <laughs> center stage. <laughs> How do I change my damn camera? Sequence, you knew this was gonna happen. Dude. Things are gonna stop. I was waiting corner. for him in backstage to figure it out. So. I can't figure out how to change my camera. I'm gonna turn off my mic so you can't hear all the fans and shit. But I'm just gonna. Have... I muted him. Is that what he wanted? Yeah, just keep whacking at buttons, Red. You'll figure it out. It's not. I don't know, Red. I muted you. That sounded like that's what you wanted. Okay, gave me a thumbs up. So you couldn't hear there all the fans, probably. I'm just gonna have to try and fix the other camera. You guys are going to video settings. Hopefully, it works. It cuts out a bit here. Wow. Oh, well, that was riveting. Okay. <laughs> Double Becca. <laughs> <laughs> trying to swap it. Sorry, guys. She's trying to swap the camera to the front camera. She's trying to fix Sorry. it. Man. That really kind of tripped me it out for really a second. <laughs> it's like, holy shit. Uh, I'll just turn it around. Whatever. Driving blind. It's a little choppy. Well, we got to sit guys. in Boomer for bakes tonight. <laughs> He's the worst with computers, for real. Becca, you're going to have to narrate then. All right. Can you hear me? Like... <laughs> yes. These are plants we just brought out. It's funny seeing him peek around the corner to see the screen. It's funny. Super clean. So red. <laughs> Slow down. It's like Blair Witch. Blair Witch? <laughs> Let's see Sean. Can you hear that? I don't think he realizes his uh I it. he thinks he's muted, yeah. I can mute him. I thought he was might might be doing commentary. What are we seeing there, Becca? This is these are mothers that we just brought out. Uh we don't have any plants at our house anymore. We brought them all here so that we can get them all automated so we can leave for a week. So these are moms. This is the watering system he just explained, and he's going to hook these all up tonight. The light's green. It's weird. Good that you have a few days to uh, test. You know, it's always good to test it before you go on vacation. Is that the res that yeah. we were just talking about? It's a smaller one. 
for just uh, it was was a veg space for a really long time. Um, so it's a smaller one, but uh, yeah. Okay. Thank you for the tour. He's going back into the other room, so just you wait. Just you wait. There's more. There's more. Yeah. I feel like it's gonna sound flowering. The other room's in flower, so it's much prettier. Uh what are we looking at as far as plants? What kinds? We have citrique, we have uh lemon dosi dough, hippie crasher. Red cheese and gorilla breath, I think. What do you think about the gorilla, the uh, gorilla breath, as far as like smoke? That's what I'm smoking. It's what I'm smoking right now, actually. It's got the the stony vibes for sure. Like I feel the um, gorilla glue side of it a lot. Big fan. Sounds like something I would like for sure. Dude, glue always comes across in like a good cross. It's like the Pretty best. The best things on those that. is to find the one that leans towards that. Mm -hmm. It's nice. I smoke this whole joint, and I feel stoned for sure. Love it. Damn, I'm gonna get into this old ass jar I got that I'm still just trying to take one or two nugs out of. I just put one into flower not too long ago. Oh, dude, some Spartan grown fucking GG4. That's worth that. This is one of the big 100-gallon reservoirs he was talking about. Powers, or uh, waters half the room, 18 plants. For about, could go about a week. You guys are going to be so uh, excited about your newfound freedom once you've got this worked out. Yeah, for sure. Now he's been trying to get the you know all the plants out here for years, and uh, we turned off like the big fans in the house. It's so all quiet, quiet. And shit. In our house, oh my gosh! The like right before we left, we were both like, "Oh, this is weird." <laughs> <laughs> you think there's a power outage at first? Like, oh fuck! Or did the fan finally die? It's like never been out off the whole time I've lived here with him so um silly man wants to know what size pvc you guys are using for your net man, for oh your man. Net. you What's, mean for like scrog net that's probably that looks like one inch three quarter yeah it looks like one inch looks like one inch to me that's the standard it's the one same, the same as as all this other stuff i think Double netted scrog uh, frames. Yeah, it's nice. Uh, we put three, three layers up for the lemon dosi dough because it gets it's getting nice Hell and yeah. tall. Hell yeah! Sorry that it was so choppy. We need to really figure out the. Uh, internet situation out here 
It hasn't been super, super choppy. It's just been like the can't see very well. It's like the uh, like if you were to hold up a piece yeah. of paper, we'd never be able to read it. If you held up a hostage, no, you're fucked. Yeah, you're in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Where he's at now is the drying space. So it's kind of a little storage, oh. and then we have these racks that will will hang everything. The trim room too, right? Rack. Oh, uh, we trim it home. Oh, the ubiquitous fucking black and yellow totes. Love them things. Now twice as expensive. <laughs> oh, dude, seriously. Dehumidifier. That's all, folks. That's it. That's the build out. Pretty cool. Two rooms, but each each room has two rooms, so there's really four. This is the next round going into flower. Uh, we need it down by gems and genetics, so we'll be going into flower as soon as we get back. <laughs> hey, I was going to say. I, I got mine timed uh, all going in tonight for that next gems and genetics because I need the, the couple yeah. weeks to process and sauce it up yeah. and all that. We need the couple weeks for trimming, but it's going to be, you know, the week before, so it'll get done. <laughs> no, we lost Ryan. I think he's back. Just, um, yeah, he's back. It was a little, a little choppy, but I'm I, sure it was. I narrated for you. There's a lot of... Um, radio frequencies or electronic frequencies going on those red's whole place is covered in tin foil so what's the frequency can sort of thing to foil. steel i was behind steel doors and shit um yeah, all the metal all the metal halide and um well hey, those... thanks for the tour it was cool yeah super clean man cool. thank you yeah, it looks it's great. Nice. We got we got a little bit of we got a little bit of uh, work to do in the utility room. We have nice work back up. We have to clean out boxes and stuff. But... <laughs> Cleaning's but, uh, my middle name, yeah. man. <laughs> she she kicks ass, man. She helps out a lot. There's a lot of work, man. Just her and I, <clears throat> her and I, most part. Uh, we got tons of help when we need it, you know. My parents help out. Her parents help her out. But we try to get it all done on our own for the most part. Everybody's good support system. It, what's nice is that everybody knows what we do for a living. So there's no there's no hiding what we're trying to do. If I do need a hand, my dad can come over here and give me a hand. Uh, he, uh, for a while, he was coming out here and helping me uh, harvest when I needed a hand harvesting, things like that. Shout really out to Daddy cool. Red. Badass. It takes us forever to do everything, so I don't know how he ever did it by himself. Like he couldn't, he couldn't do the scale, like the um, scale that you do now. This is the first. This is why I haven't. This is the first time I'm moving my nursery out here. You know, in those rooms, I could have tackled that job two years ago, but I haven't. You know, I've been too busy doing taking care of this. You know, taking care of just the, the normal crops. 
well, perhaps I can't, haven't been able to add additional workload to just taking care of uh, patients, you know. So now that we have, it's more of a collective now, there's two of us, we can not only have as many plants out here legally, right? But we can help each other with the workload, which is really nice. Her strengths, my strengths, they both vary, and it works out. Works out really well. So, what you got there, Scobo? Taking us to space. That's, that's our reminder for the late sesh tomorrow night. Don't Brad, give us a, an alien sound. <laughs> an alien sound to go with it. That's a weird fucking we face on that alien. That's an odd face he's making. Why is his mouth open? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know, but he's holding an What's going on under that head. table? Yeah, man. <laughs> Where's your finger? Where's your finger at, Skobo? You're really making that. It's not an alien puppet, I promise. <laughs> Fucking Charlie McCarthy, right? <clears throat> Oh yeah, I'm gonna yeah, yeah. yeah so thanks guys. That, it's uh, it's good having a nice nice place to do it. I I grew in a lot of closets and bedrooms and the whole nine, you know, it was one step at a time, one step at a time. Fortunately with fortunately the MMFLA uh was an idea at one point and it you know got me to be able to source a little bit of an investment from some family and stuff to be able to, to get this place. You know, this is, this is not just my purchase. You know, I was able to a little bit of investment from my grandmother and my parents. We all collectively bought this property. And the idea was to be licensed under the MMFLA, get a med license and do the whole thing. Not even thinking this is way before it was all even a, enacted it was just an idea but the idea of oh well being able to license get get a state license or being able to still backpack our, our stuff to the dispensary is kind of the way that i thought it was going to be we can grow our 72 and still as a caregiver sell our overages to the dispos this would be an awesome caregiver business and over time we got booted out of the this out of the provisioning centers and over time the the township started to want to boot us out as well you know, so it is what it is, you know, um, and we're just flying by the seat of our pants in the industry right now. So we're very fortunate in the respect that we have, we're able to, uh, to get this property. It's a very nice little piece of land. Uh, very happy with it. Well, thank you very much to my family, you know, for making this true, like real dream possible. It really is. It's a passion project more than anything envisioning this thing for a really long time it's been exciting to see it grow into what it is now with all of the cool branding you've got now and the vision you've got now and the, the future goals you have for it so it's exciting to see where Thanks, it's going to go yeah it's uh, in a constant state of ebb flow and evolution it's great man it's a series of leveling Thank up you, you know what i mean I, and I, I thank everybody in this community, man, for, for being a part of it because you're all a part of it in one way or another. Really Even the Cheers, Ross, the bottom. One way or another. I love you all. Well, 
I like that it's 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 rewarding both ways. Like it's rewarding when you are dialing in your space, you know, and it takes a couple of runs or you get a new tech that you're going to bring in and and work it into your scheme. And then there's also, you know, the other side of things is leveling up to building a new building or a larger space or switching up the game and all the executive decisions that come along with that, man. And the beauty is that everybody is leveling up together. You know, it's just the sharing of information and ideas and, you know, it's a really good cannabis community, man. Thank you to everybody who is, you know, actively involved in it. Absolutely. I wouldn't have been able, we, we wouldn't be able to do what we do without the community and without the support of the community, without the show, without you guys. Without people like Astro Charlie who helped me with the logo and without people who show up to these events and uh, shit, man. Yeah, I could probably spend the last seven minutes just giving shout outs, but it's, it's everybody. It really is. I really appreciate Speaking it. Speaking of the community and events, uh, this weekend, Saturday, I'll be at the 420 sesh here in Flint. I hope to see you all there. Uh, it's like on a golf course, I guess. I know they've done it once or twice before. Uh, I haven't been able to attend in the past, but uh, we'll have the the 10 up uh, and yeah, it should be a good time. I have all the flavors. I think I'm going to have a couple new things, but I still got to get to packaging it. You guys know how that goes, um, but I'm excited to see a red tent. Are you guys, I think you guys should go full on red with an event tent because I think black might get too hot too quick. <laughs> So, so the black's going to get too hot to go, or it's just going to be really dim lit, right? We've thought not about this up. a lot. <laughs> now, now, my concern with the red tent, we want to do a red tent. And actually, we have blackout curtains for all of the sides uh, to keep it a little bit. Uh, now, here's here's my thought is the red tent is going to diffuse the light. It's going to uh, filter the light red. Uh, similar to your background for Groly. And and it's going to be visually, if you're trying to check out the art or trying to check out the cannabis and stuff, it might sway your eyes. So we're either going to have to have a, a, a light on all day, which is fine. That Jackery will power a 40 watt all day. But we kind of are thinking we need a white top still. So there's some fancy ideas in, in the works you know with the white top uh there's also some tops with red incorporated we're not gonna do the the circus tent style just just don't get a cheap tent you can get one th uh, thick enough vinyl that's not gonna show put any light through it i mean you might have to spend a you no. know a few hundred dollars more but yeah 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 that's a good point too that's a good point but then if there's no light coming through are we gonna have to illuminate it with something but which again like i said we have we have the jackery or we can just run generator or something if we need to but um we we have some really good plans set up. We're actually working on that with, uh, with the inside of the tent, trying to make, give it a little bit more of a homey feel, things like that. So just wait. We got some some stuff. We have a couple of months of no big events, and then we're we're hoping to really hit uh, like spread the spores and gems and genetics, and then hopefully like Halloween bash with Big Cloud at the end of the season, like running. So all depends on how everything goes with the other two. It'll be a lot of fun. It's a bummer to hear about spread the spores this past weekend. That is. Yeah, uh, that it just is. got canceled. Oh, the, uh, day of. Day of. Yeah, I guess Hours the uh, the venue had to cancel on them. They like, from what I understand, the the people that run the venue were out of town and contracted COVID out of town or whatever. Came back and basically said they weren't able to staff it or you know open the venue up to them. And it was like, 
I don't know how many hours, but yeah, hours before essentially just canceled straight up. It's wild. That's tough. That's just <clears throat> that's that's a bummer. A lot of people were counting on that, you know. Yeah. I think the Big Clouds has an event, I think, this weekend too. Uh, Mendo and Mitten. Yes, they do. Mendo and Jones. I think Jones, Michigan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think uh, um, Mendo Dog Boys side. will be there as well. Yeah, it's like southwest, if I recall correctly, like maybe south of Kalamazoo or somewhere around there. Big Cloud, Jones. Mm -hmm. It's over by Niles, a little east of Niles. But yeah, in that section, southwest corner of the state. I'm hoping to hit the area. It's a good spot. Come on. Yeah, a lot of Indiana people were asking if I was uh, attending that event. I I do hope to go to their Cure Michigan event. Um, I think they just opened up the vending tickets for that um but that's in like september so that's or maybe it's august i forget which one but it's a ways away still but they got events all year round it's uh they're one of those venues that like more than a half a dozen planned throughout the year so it's pretty sweet to see it's nice to see that there's yeah. a lot of events so a lot yeah man there's there's a place to go Awesome to it's see. opening up for safe access. It's keeping people like us in business, the Broly, all you know, people who are still trying to perpetuate the existence of this medicine, you know, with without red Doing tape, a you know, yeah, for lack of a better term. You know, when you go to events, probably non MCMA, so that's a good thing. Yeah. This is very true. Every now and then you'll see like somebody with a booth, but they won't like be selling. Uh, uh, what was it at um, Hash Bash Cup, right? That's a safe access caregiver style event. But there were a couple dispensaries there, but they weren't selling uh, cannabis. They, they were, were like giving cannabis. away like accessories, hats, and stuff. And accessories and stuff, and just being there uh, as a presence. Yeah, just keep having a presence there. Which is very important also in this industry. Spartan like them chips. So crunchy. <laughs> They're so good. Oh, I, my mic is on. I'm sorry. My bad. <laughs> That's right. I want them now. I was, I'm trying to stay away from chips. I want chips so bad. Sorry. My bad. Oh, oh Hickory Barbecue. I had some broccoli. They were so good. Did you put your barbecue now with Oli. in a dip? I'm a lazy guy. Let us live vicariously through you. Tell us about what you did for your chips in. I just brought I just take the chip out of the bag and put it right in my mouth. I'm old chips. Dump it down the hatch. Like Pringles, once it pop, can't stop. Oh crap, I just said Oh, Pringles, they're so good. Hey, uh, for uh, watching, check out the late sesh tomorrow. Yeah, man. I will not be here next week, guys. I will miss you all. I just want to say happy Memorial Day. Hopefully, everybody uh, gets to enjoy it. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Yeah, cheers, cheers. I think we'll be back out here again. <laughs>